0: Hello and welcome to the Dumfries Gamers Podcast. I am your well, one of your regular hosts, um, Kev, and sadly we are without Nelson, so I'm sure that would be very disappointing for many listeners, that we won't have his dulcet tones. Um, <laughs> but in his place we have a very special guest, we have Ryan, hello Ryan.
1: How's it going, you fellow gingers? Now the Ginger Podcast. You
0: that, know. Sounds, that sounds like a name for the episode. Episode four, the gingers. Yep, we're back. here
1: to give you tips on how to apply sun lotion and how to stay <laughs> out of the sun and in the shade. It's
0: good. Brilliant. So the plan for today's podcast is we'll chat about what we've been doing this week and then Ryan's on as our special guest to kind of talk us through the, the plans we have for Dungeons and Dragons. So that's something that's brand yep. new to the club. We've not had it before. So very excited to try it out. And there's lots of interested people um, on Facebook and on Discord. So um, anybody else who might be interested, then they might have some information that could help them get involved. Yeah, definitely. So Ryan, um, on Monday, we were all able to head into Geek Retreat in Dumfries. So the yeah. lockdown starting to lift and, and we got a big gang in. Um, it was
1: weird, but... A good weird. That's, that's it's hard to describe.
0: Weird seeing other humans.
1: Yeah, and also just in the way it was. So you know, we all came from a previous club, and then hmm. we lots of other people. You know, we managed to interest loads of other people that we didn't even know that we're out there. So yeah, yeah. there's people that we've only ever talked to over Discord or Facebook. Yeah, but mainly Discord. So often there's not really a face to the name mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it was the fact that we're meeting them for the first time but then we're masks on as well <laughs> and you're just trying to guess who's who and it was yep. just it, it was yeah it, it, it was it was fun
0: <laughs>
1: but you, you don't want to feel rude you're sort of just like going up to everyone and just introducing yourself and being like right i don't wanna, don't want to forget anyone but no it was good i really really enjoyed it. it was nice to get that bit of normality that's for sure
0: i was um I, I apologize at the time and i'll apologize again for that exact thing that you're saying ryan is people would people would walk in stare stare at me or stare in my direction across the room as you say a lot of you guys were coming in, which was fantastic but we've never met face to face and and discord isn't the best in terms of like something like facebook discord's you could put your own you know, image up and you've got your own nicknames, yeah. People tend exactly to do that right. rather than actually have the, the sort of real life information. So, and um, uh, Matt Brody was one who was staring at me for a long time. I was staring back at him, I don't know if he was like lovingly staring at me or whatever, Aww, but that's just beautiful, but, though. <laughs> but, but so I felt really bad because I didn't go over and say hello because I didn't recognize him. Uh, yeah, and then, well, I came back later on and I think he was sitting chatting to you actually. you are sitting chatting to some folk. I was like, oh, brilliant. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but we've all got masks on. Um, who are you? And he was like, oh, my name, I'm Brody Matt, one of the mats. I was like, ah, oh, of course you are. And it, was, it sounds silly, but just because his hair was a lot longer than his Facebook picture, I just had no idea who he was. He was just like a totally different person.
1: Yeah, not like, um, I'm trying to think because we've got two no no we've got three new people that are coming to the D D mm-hmm. one shot managed to meet them uh another matthew that okay. was from uh from the actual you know the geek retreat but well, he had been messaging me on discord the entire time i was there but you know wasn't the greatest reception but i didn't find him until literally like the last 15 minutes of the flipping thing and then it was like training like he's like no offense to anyone else but he was the most like out of everyone i want to talk to him the most because he was the <laughs> new guy that was coming to d and yep, we were yep. we've been talking loads and it was like i really wanted to get a face to the name so it was 15 minutes at the end just trying to get as much conversation as we could in at the end as quickly as possible brilliant
0: yeah There's. I, I am starting to worry that there might be like a, a mad takeover of the club one there's day. It, there's so, There's so many of them, they might just decide to join forces and just kick the rest of us out.
1: Honestly, throw them in a basement, one knife, <laughs> and then just be like, look, <laughs> <laughs> the survival of the fittest. We can only have one of you. I apologize. You one. know, just one of them Brilliant. makes it out haggard and blooded, and just we raise his arm in the air, and he's our man. You know, <laughs> not Squishy. even a knife, like,
0: like a a blunt table leg, something.
1: Yeah, that requires yeah, even exactly. more effort
0: yeah. to murder each you know, other. Infla- okay, inflatable
1: yeah. hammers. You know, let's let's really <laughs> make it difficult. Really
0: put that effort in to get anything out of it. You know, it's it's turning into a, this is turning into a saw movie yeah it's, it's,
1: yeah it was a mistake having me on but i'm, I'm i feel <laughs> very special and it's beautiful so
0: uh, but no it's great so so again thanks to everybody who managed to um come yeah really good turnout and, like, and those who couldn't make it had good reasons so again we look forward to seeing you just back at the club um as normal so it was a really good night and um, sam and shawny are the, are the owners of geek retreat so we thank them for um hosting us uh, JK and Dan did a wee exhibition match and they did a wee game <laughs> of 40 Exhibition yeah. Yeah. Yes, as in uh, Danny was made an example of by, Yeah uh, J- Danny, JK's poor, just fluffy. like Yeah, we'll play
1: this and it'll be good and we'll have oh, our models really fluffy, on the table uh, rate, You know list. Yeah, and then um, JK please. just did what he does and <laughs> smited him with unholy vengeance It was I felt quite sorry for him
0: well, there'll be a wee reveal later on that may, might interest JK from his competitive um, spirit, but we'll come to that later on. Yeah. Um, I noticed you you were frequently picking up things off the shelves and going and buying them. What did you, what did you go on with? I couldn't
1: help it. I felt we are having this meet up <laughs> at this new gaming shop in town. And it's like, you need to support love. you just need to, especially after everything that's happened. You might have to wait an extra day, or you might have yep. to pay an extra whole pound more. But it's so much worth it, because all we've got is bookies, you know, and even they're closing. So we've got this amazing yep. shop, and it was like, so I went, I got this little card game called Boss Monster. It's like D&D themed, you know, you make your own wee dungeons, and everyone else is going to get through them. And I thought, it's one of those things where if some, if we know someone's running late, we can just pull out a wee card game, play, or just chat as usual. And yeah, then yeah. I bought a set that's from, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's just got loads of orcs in it. And there's some orcs on, you know, riding bears with bows in their hands. And I was like, sweet, yep. I, you know, I've already got like four different sets of orcs, but I'll have another one because these mm-hmm. can be from my Northern, you know, mm-hmm. winter yep. sort of Arctic area, you know, and I'll paint the bears, as polar bears and that, and you know, I when you when you like dnd you make a thousand maps so as soon as you see miniatures you're like yeah i've got a home for that so i couldn't help myself
0: no i i can i know you're a 40k player as well but i yeah. I, I understand that feeling very well which is the the coolness factor just can just really push you into that little impulse buy but that's good and you're absolutely right so um definitely we support um geek retreat as our local shop in the priests we also have like a I call them partners. They're not really partners, but we we promote United Bricks, yes, which is exactly. also a, a shop in, in Castle Douglas. So again, it's it's quite away from Dumfries. So if you're that side of Dumfries and Galloway, uh, we recommend you head into United Bricks on Castle Douglas High Street. And if you're over in the border where we are, and um, people treat. But no, it was a great time. Really good. Really busy. So again, I, I, I think we may have we I think we may have overwhelmed them slightly, but oh, warm big time. Had, I did. I did warn Sam that I was bringing the legion, and uh, yeah. And if it's his first day, it's a good stress test for them. So I do apologise to him. Well, the amount of
1: orders he had in, like I said to him, like, look, yeah. you don't understand. Like D and D wise, wiz kids have got a huge line yeah. out. Like, I don't need to go on eBay anymore or whatever. I'm yeah. coming to you, so be prepared because I can never have too many or summer. And he was like, yeah, brilliant. I was like,
0: awesome. For it. That's awesome, and then yeah. So so again, thanks for that. Thanks for coming along. Uh, I'll, I'll I'm thinking about making it like into maybe like a regular thing, like maybe like a fortnightly cool. thing that yeah, people could that people could put in their sort of in their diary and just know that you know I mean every other Tuesday night or whatever, every other Monday night, um, people will head along and probably get together and a coffee and a milkshake and yeah like, like even a wee even board if, game or something.
1: Yeah, and like killer milkshakes as well
0: oh yeah mine, right. mine
1: was uh skittles flavored never oh, had nice. that before in my life but i won't lie it was pretty good
0: did you sleep or did you just lie in bed with chattering teeth
1: i never sleep anyway <laughs> even though i've got to be up at half seven for work so yeah. it was it was an interesting morning so you know but it was worth it because it was amazing so it happy days.
0: Good. so again we'll look forward to more um of those Um, The next thing I wanted to say to folks is about the table booking for for when the club opens proper in June. So in the last couple of episodes, I have been referring to um, using Facebook to book tables. I've really really tried very hard. Um, I've used the sort of appointment system on Facebook, but it's just, it it doesn't suit what we want um, in our needs. Um, And so it's probably part of Facebook's problem, part old man technology, shaking fist at clouds in the sky problem. But um, the booking will be done for the foreseeable future on Discord. So again, we've we've talked to this loads of times, but um, you can find our link to Discord on our Facebook page. In there is where we do all the nitty gritty and the organizing and things like that. And within the Discord, um, there'll be uh, individual channels for the individual Fridays that we'll have planned. Yeah, like some
1: people might be, I don't know, maybe Discord, like at the start for me, Discord was a little weird. honestly it doesn't take long to get into it and the way it's now set up for the group like kevin said like the individual channels it's super easy to literally see what you're into and then you just click that one and just say i'm such and such and it's great we have everything from like carpool karaoke which is basically Mm -hmm. you know getting to and from the club and then we have everything from your 40k channel, your D&D, your Warcry, all the rest, and it's super accessible. And people are on non-stop, like right now, yeah. currently, we have 36 people offline, but online right now, there is 25. So there's always someone that you can talk to and get help from,
0: and it's just great. And um, and people, and we, and we have chats, and when people do um, things like, like they sitting at home doing their painting and stuff, they'll often go online for a wee So. Um, yeah, it's really good for that. So the one thing I would say to, again if, to people listening is, because we're getting really popular, so we've got 60 plus now on the Discord, that um, if people could try and include their name in their nickname, so you can have whatever silly name you want, I mean, but if you could maybe put brackets, maybe even your first name after it, because when it comes to organizing games and stuff, I mean, it's, we, need, we need human names yeah. um, we can't, we can't, it's hard to organise games with Charmander yeah. 4621. And, get... <laughs> and when you get there on the right, you're shouting, is there a Charmander here? Any Charmanders? So if you could, if you could include a name with your nickname, whatever name you want, it's absolutely fine. But if you include your name, mm. even your first name, that would be appreciated. So yes, yeah, so again, keep an eye on the Discord, folks. Uh, lots of news and things coming your way on there soon. So we'll move on to the main event. So uh, our interview with Ryan about Dungeons and Dragons and how it's gonna work at the club. So so Ryan, I'm aware of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. I know what D D stands for. I have seen some things on well, Stranger Things, it wasn't and yeah, did they, call it, if, they if, call it Stranger Things? I've never
1: watched, I've never actually watched
0: that, i not, not shooting, right.
1: but it, it's known primarily from like your Big Bang Theory and Stranger Things yep. into it, you know, that's
0: the, the fan So thing. I'm aware of the concept, so I'm going to start with a very noob question, which Hit is... with it. And it's probably a difficult question because it's such a noob question, is what is D&D? D&D is, to me personally
1: probably one of the most creative hobbies you can literally play with a group of people. It's, it, it hits so many points, everything from team building, puzzles, uh, crafting to uh, role-playing. There's everything involved and basically you've got one person who's the DM, which is myself truly, uh, known as the Dungeon Master. And basically, what their job is to do is to facilitate the group of players um, basically through an adventure. So, for instance, the DM could have uh, one ready, say, for example, uh, the group find themselves in a small village. As they have uh, approached the village, they notice there are notices for missing, missing children everywhere. Mm. And then the group have basically got to find out what it is and then bit like where they are, how to find them. And they'll, and the DM's job is literally just to facilitate. It's not the DM versus the players. The DM's basically just a narrator. So mm. if one of the player wants to go, oh, right. I walk up to that person and I talk to them and I ask what you call it. The DM will then go through that. The player will roll the dice. If they hit a certain number, the DM will say, the conversation went this way mm-hmm. or it went that way. And you're basically going through an adventure and the DM's just narrating it, going along, and just letting you know how well things are going. You know, So, Lord of Rings, for instance, you could literally, that is one of the, in my opinion, one of the greatest films, as you can imagine, for a, a D&D adventure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the yep. company. The fellowship. Yes. That, yes. That's a D adventure. You've got your wizards, you know, your halflings and all the rest of it, your dwarf, your elf and all the rest of it. And you can recreate that through D D. It's you can literally do anything. Like D D also has many other things where they can go into sci fi and steampunk. It doesn't have to just be fantasy. And I so for Lord the rings, Lord of the then, rings but,
0: is like yeah. the the first ever D adventure then. That-
1: Oh, if only, uh, there'll be so much more, Pedal to the Golden Throne, that's a book that is basically a D&D adventure, I'm pretty sure that's older than Lord of the Rings, but basically D&D can literally be anything, you could be a group of people in a zombie apocalypse. And you can use some basic D&D rules and go for it in the modern time. You don't, mm-hmm. it, you know, Dungeons & Dragons now isn't necessarily just fantasy now. It's branched out yeah. in quite a lot of things, but your traditional D&D, you've got your wizards, your dragons, your knights, and your angels and demons. And honestly, it's just the best.
0: So like like a lot of sort of nerdy, geeky things, I mean, if you rewind, 10 years ago, maybe a bit more. Mm-hmm. These things are very, very uncool. But even things like Warhammer gets talked about on like BBC news articles and stuff like, these things are becoming more of a sort of accepted, you know what I mean, hobby, again, still for nerds, but looked at in a similar vein. They may look at computer games and stuff like that. So so I know D&D is also, you see a lot of sort of famous people and stuff talking oh, about it. Oh, it's got
1: such a resurgence in the past few years, big time. So so,
0: is it because they've changed the rules, or what's making it so popular now? Why is it coming out more, would you So
1: think? there's a few things, like, you can't deny it, like, to anyone out there that's listening, there's a f- very, very famous show online on YouTube and Twitch called Critical Role, mm-hmm. and it's basically a group of professional voice actors, so your games, your films, and all the rest of it, that had their own home game and they got Mm. invited to join a YouTube channel and basically do their home game but in front of cameras because you know because they're professional voice actors and everything it's so much more immersive and that just Mm. exploded on a whole new level and they've had everyone from Terry Crews Mm. to oh what's it called from the Fast and Furious the Don bold dude vin, Diesel. vin diesel's been on it like oh, yeah, I, I, these a-list uh, yeah, you know yeah. and it's huge and then you've got your stranger things you're the big bang mm-hmm. theory as well that's just bringing it up bringing it up and then you know youtube especially honestly the amount of dnd mm-hmm. campaigns that are done by people but also because of these a-list names and everything that are basically saying you know dnd's cool been playing it for years like joe manganello he has his weekly group is all a-listers everything from i forgot the uh kevin feige from the marvel movies Mm -hmm. to you know and they're just basically saying like yeah anyone can play it it's not just people that live in
0: the mum's basements you know so are these things so are these things, that you, can, you can find them on YouTube, can't they? If people want to kind of watch some of this stuff themselves Oh, it is YouTube.
1: Yeah, it is massive. Yeah. So a Critical Role, it's by far your most streamed D&D uh, sort of ongoing session story. Their entire first season is on YouTube and they're currently going through season two. And that's over 100 episodes right now. And wow. each episode yeah. is like three hours long and sometimes longer like there is so much content on youtube like everything from how to play to how to set it up themselves everything you could possibly want is on youtube
0: cool so as i said at the start we haven't had it at the sort of reincarnated club that we're we're all attending at the moment Mm -hmm. Um, but it's something that's really um frequently requested by people on facebook and I want people who play the sort of adventures, war games that we're all into, enjoy D&D as well. So hmm. we have a we have a one shot planned in May yes. um, as part of our newbie night. It is fully booked. But do you want to give us a lowdown on what your plans are for that?
1: Um, so basically, um, I put the feelers out on the Discord because you know that's how we're advertising everything currently. And uh, we've got it booked up, got six people coming for it. We've got two people that have never actually played D&D before. Oh, wow. Which is good, been talking over Discord. Like you said, we've got, we've got the voice channels, we've got a DND voice channel. Okay. And uh, I think it was last week, I went on for an hour and a half and I just said, if any of you are on between X time and X time, come in and we can talk about anything you want, any questions, because I was on the d d Beyond website uh because i have so many of the books and i can share the content so they were i was trying to help people you know to make the characters and whatnot yep. and basically it's going to be uh, a session that is based on uh this is a group that knows each other they're in a tavern they're having a jovial old time suddenly they all just feel the lights go out they're looking around people are passing out around them suddenly uh, it's darkness they wake up in a dank cold wet cell uh there's uh chains uh, around them some people are still manacled up that aren't from the group they don't have any of the weapons or equipment and they can hear screaming um outside the door like the down the corridor and basically they've got to find out where they are escape and whatnot it sounds a bit dark for a first session but i was i was gonna you say you know um...
0: That could be, they could hear the room where we put all the mats to, to fight to death, that could be what they're overhearing next Yes! Door.
1: Right, so we need to do that before the first session, we'll slap <laughs> a recording device in there, perfect, I've got my screens that's your, in the that's background. Your background music. Oh, beautiful. Love so it. You don't, want
0: to give, you don't want to give away the story, but what sorts of things could they expect in that one shot, like over the course of the adventure?
1: so they're gonna have everything from so they're in a place they're not familiar with they're gonna have to be able to use their own abilities teamwork, and cunning to one work out where they are then find out how to get there but also there's other civilians that are from the tavern that they were in to try and get them out also they're gonna i've got planned i've got a few puzzles a few traps i've got a riddle in there because everyone loves a riddle everyone Absolutely. loves a riddle i've got a good few encounters um i've been getting my minis sorted and ready now i've been getting all my dungeon tiles and everything all cool up and ready getting all my wee uh maps ready i've been talking to the group making sure they've i've got a mini suitable for whatever character they want to be and such so i i Think it should definitely, it'll easily hit about three hour mark, mm-hmm. something like that. But I've been doing D long enough where you know, if I need to stretch out a bit of time, I can mm-hmm. do Or if, yeah. if I need to speed up a bit, I can just be like, Yeah, we'll miss this little bit, they won't
0: notice. It'll be fine, it'll be fine. We got this. <laughs> that sounds great. So, that one shot is to give you, well, you as the dungeon master, as well as. Interested people a chance to kind of feel out how it would work um, on a Friday night. So that's the one shot. So that's just a one and done adventure at the end of May. And we've got plans for uh, a campaign that'll run through June. So again, could you tell us a bit more about what the plans for that June campaign will
1: be? Yeah. So the same group, the ones that uh, volunteered for the one shot, basically talked to them. And D is one of those games where it's not like a board game where you just pick it up one week and that's it. It's like a, it's a, it's a story, you know, you've got Mm -hmm. chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, and things are progressing and building up. So what I've been doing is I've been building a world because I've got thousands of maps. It's, it's, it's an issue. (laughs) And basically, um, until then every week, uh, not as a nasty teacher, I thought it was sort of a fun thing, but I've been giving him just a wee, thing to do so last week i basically said like um i gave them i've shown them the map and said can someone think of a name for this area this area this area and this area and just a very small description and slowly but surely until the campaign we're building the map so then they're building it with me you know like what sort of people live here what sort of monster lives here and such and then we're going to have um a campaign um that's going to be Uh, basically off the back of a time where there's been complete quiet in the world i've already started sorting out the history it's um i won't give out too much but basically it's it's in that time of rest you know there's been quiet there's been nothing and then there's going to be a very large almost cataclysmic event that's basically going to kickstart everything and basically all these people that have been left you know that have basically uh you could maybe describe gone soft will then suddenly Mm -hmm. have to be like oh right things are going on and i I like to do a lot of diplomacy and stuff like that so i like to get tension and stuff with areas and that so i think it'll be good i'm going to make sure they have a good I want them to have a good all-round experience. So the one-shot's going to basically dip the toes in. This is how you play D&D. This is what to mm-hmm. expect. And then the campaign's going to be like, um, right. This is the much wider world to D&D. Like the first one was just a dungeon. This is an actual map. You know, you've got to think of like, if you go here and do something here, that might affect when you go over to this city over here. So yeah. think of consequences or. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna try and. I'm just gonna throw everything at them and just see what sticks. But so. am looking um, forward to
0: it. Question: Will mm-hmm. are they going to enjoy some accents from yourself? Some oh,
1: I can't help it. I can't <laughs> help it. Like I am famous. Like people Do a goblin. that know Do me. Goblin. Oh, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> right. Okay then. So. All right. Hey, what are you doing over here? Give <laughs> away. Swear, I'm going to slash you, Summit <laughs> Rotten. You know, it's it's embarrassing. I can't believe you've actually told me to do that, and I hate you so much. But I can't help it. When I'm playing the game, I will do it. They'll be terrible. And No, that was a perfect call. Oh, it was a very second
0: I thought there's a goblin in here and my life
1: was at risk. It's all right My dog's looking at me like (laughs) he's ashamed of me right now. So for anyone else that knows me, you're not the only one. But I love it and you do get into it. Like one thing for the players and anyone that's thinking of D, &D, it's not something you have to do. Only if you Hmm. feel comfortable doing it. It's D D is not a thing where, oh, you have to do accents and dress up with a cape and all the rest of it. It's (laughs) not that at all. It doesn't matter what pop culture tells you. It's not that at all. If you want to play the game and just say, my player does this or speak in the third person, you know what I mean? That is perfectly fine. It is fine. Me, however, I've played this for years. I I have no self-worth or shame or whatever. (laughs) I will just... I don't care at all. I'll be doing accents and Gestures and all sorts—I'll be going for it. But that's just me, because as a DM, you just—you just want to entertain, because that's the whole point. Um, you know, you hear these horror stories of DM—it's DM versus players. It's not that yeah. the DM is literally the narrator. We are—we are there to make sure the players have a fun and an engaging time. And if that means me talking like an old seer woman trying to tell okay. you your fortune, now, then now
0: you I have to... to do your old seer woman. <sighs>
1: Why couldn't I just think of something more simple? <laughs> oh dear, I look into the future and I see only death. You know, something like oh, you know, that it's so good. Yeah, it's it's what it is, and I'm gonna stop talking now and let you talk for a bit. Right, go on next. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so,
0: that is a very good, folks. That is a fantastic sneak preview. Oh. Um, what to expect? Yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll talk briefly just about um, how the bookings and stuff will work. So the plan is. In May, we've got a group of six people coming in for a one-shot, and as Ryan said, there's a couple of brand new people, so it's also, it's also giving them a chance to see if they're going to enjoy it. If that goes well, and they want to continue, Ryan's going to continue that one-shot. Um, is it going to be linked to a campaign, or will the campaign just be... Yeah, it'll be linked, will it? See, I've said to them, I don't mind. If
1: they want to link it, I can do that. Like I said, I've done this long enough. If they want to start it fresh because the whole point of the one shot is to see if they because they might yeah. not like the race or class that they've chosen yeah, okay. yeah. so then they can change it so i could work with it. i could
0: work with it. okay so so either so either way but so so throughout june's through with the four weeks in june and we've got uh, people booked in to do that four week long yeah. uh, campaign uh, over june so as we mentioned earlier, Ryan is also um, in this 40k and Indeed. there's uh, a, lot, a lot of um, competitions and stuff running that obviously Ryan will want to get involved in as well. So kind of looking to the future about how it might be organised, um, we're going to be kind of on the lookout for, for a second Dungeon Master.
1: Yeah, um, definitely, because I think what would be preferred is, so I'll do this four-week block, but obviously a campaign won't just take four weeks unless it's like a small adventure sort of thing Mm. so i most likely as long as it doesn't go catastrophically terrible and they all want (laughs) to stab me with pencils by the end of it it will probably want to continue so what would be nice is if we can find a second dm Mm -hmm. so then i can get a bit of a break not as in I want a break from D and D, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like my forty k. I've got my yeah. men with shovels, and mm-hmm. you know I need to get my butt kicked now and again. So it'd be great so to have that second DM.
0: Absolutely. So, so anybody who's listening um, or comes into the club and gets to experience it for themselves, if you want to let yourself be known and say to Ryan or myself that you'd be interested in in doing it and being a dungeon master, then we will speak to you about it. The, the the caveat is is because it's a because it's a paid club, so because you pay money to come along and that money goes towards obviously the stuff we're using in the hall, things like that, then obviously we're very keen on DMs being I mean, very organized and planned and to make sure that there's not a, a poor experience for anybody who comes in and if they're having to pay um to, to attend. So if he sounds like something of interest to you, you have some experience in being a dungeon master, and you have some knowledge—not saying you have to be Ryan levels of knowledge, but you have some experience. <coughs> then, so uh, yeah, yeah. Then, then come forward, and and we'll look to doing that. And, and as Ryan says, so that means that um, we could have like two different campaigns running yeah, alongside exactly. each other. One could, could one that. could be a Star Wars campaign, one could be a old timey um, goblin and old seer woman oh. campaign. I have um, to, to now
1: create those characters now that this has <laughs> happened, which is now a thing that oh I'm changing my name after this
0: podcast, you know that I'm <laughs> just saying. Um, and it means if you're you could do one, you could do both. Yeah, you know I mean so if you're if you're not into the tabletop war gaming side of things, which is our bread and butter, but you like mm. the idea of the of the D and D, that would give you a reason to come every week.
1: Yeah, and um, like and means, and it, and, Oh sorry, go on sorry I'll... No, no, I just honestly,
0: and it just means that Ryan's not having to commit every friday to running that so so uh, that's that's what we're looking for at the moment
1: yeah and it is a miniatures club like my collections easily over a thousand DDs like minis and such mm-hmm. i've got terrain out of my ears dungeon tiles and stuff like i will be leaving certain stuff at the club like at least some dungeon tiles some dice and stuff like mm-hmm. that so whoever wants to be the dm will have at least some stuff but you know like everyone that's listening to this will know nerd hobbies are surprisingly expensive hobbies mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know you want someone that's you know trustworthy but also yeah. you know the, I'm, there will be people that'll have their own stuff but yeah. if you don't specifically have your own stuff don't panic because I'm more than happy to, you know, I, I've got enough, let's put it that way. And I'm more than yeah. happy to, you know, put a load in a box and whatnot and have them at the club. So the day if it's needed.
0: Brilliant. So when it comes to coming along on the night itself, so if I'm coming along to one of your um, sessions, Ryan, what do I need to do to prepare and, and bring with me for the Friday night?
1: So the main thing that we've been getting them organized with is there's a website called d d Beyond, and imagine it as a website that literally has everything. So for instance, you can create your character on the website and then you can basically press print and print out your sheet. So I've been slowly doing that, making sure everyone's got a character on it, which I believe they do now. So all they will have to do is bring that a pencil and some dice. If they don't have dice by now, I know some people have gone out and bought dice. Heroes. If not, don't worry because myself and Kim, who was also taking part, we're making sure we bring in extra pencils, dice, and fresh character sheets if needed. So I'm gonna be honest with you. There's not much you have to bring. Honestly, the main thing is just to be up for it. Bring okay. bring the enthusiasm. Like mm-hmm. I've. I'm guilty of it and it's horrible and I look back and I want to kick myself but I've attended D&D sessions where you've been sleepy you've been sluggish and it's not enjoyable for yourself and especially not the DM who's put so much planning and effort into it Mm -hmm. and then you're there falling asleep and not really bothered so honestly all that the players will need to bring is themselves and just ready to play one thing I would say is helpful i've already bought some because this is what i am i've got a notebook for just it's nothing fancy just a tesco value one a -hmm. notebook for all my players because one thing i do like to do especially with campaigns is to encourage my players to take notes Mm -hmm. so for instance if they go to you know if they've heard about a certain missing someone you can bet that I've probably gotten planned such-and-such in the future and then they might Mm. come across someone, they'll be like, oh, wait a minute, I recognise that name. Flip through the pages, boom, done it. So, honestly, for this, they just need to basically be up for it because we'll have it covered on things. But normally, all you'd need is basically pencil, uh, dice and paper, but you're all covered.
0: It's fantastic. So let's say friday night has come around and i've not been in the club before and i'm shy and i've i'm peeking my head in through the doors at the locker briggs what what i going to expect how's it going to work on the night itself
1: well it will be not difficult to not spot me uh six foot three specky ginger um if the t-shirts do you reckon the t-shirts will be done by then yep so you'll have your dm purple t-shirt so i'll have my right so there we go i'm gonna be like a lighthouse for god's sake i'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna be hard to miss i'll be making sure i'll be on the actual like main floor because the yep. D is going to be in the is it a downstairs kitchen is it like yeah a bit? So, so yeah
0: you wouldn't see it from the front door yeah yeah
1: exactly so i'll make sure i'm on the actual gaming floor until everyone's there but you'll literally be looking out for a tall specky ginger with a purple t shirt. And there <laughs> literally should be the only one. Like, if there's another one, he's an imposter and we've got problems. But it should literally be. I think we should,
0: should think, think we'll just get you a big wizard's hat
1: at that point. Oh, dude, if you do that, I'll bring the beard. <laughs> I don't, I've, I've got no shame. I can't help it. But no, honestly, I'll be on the lookout. But honestly, if you're a new person to the club, we are a friendly. Lot like yeah. you know, like everyone, like when we went to the meetup on Monday, um, as far as I'm aware, and I'm very confident about it, there wasn't a raised word at anyone. There was no, you know, it, we, we all love to play toy soldiers or toy knights yeah. or whatever, and we just want to have fun. And the whole point of the club is to not only just do that, but have the best version of it. So mm-hmm. for yep. instance, that's everything from making sure we've got super nice terrain, super nice pieces. We've got this venue that's got all the space we could, and trust yep. me, to the people that are currently in the Discord, this is the best venue that's out there. Mm-hmm. Kevin yep. has looked. <laughs> trust, trust me. me. So I've please lifted every roll. You know, that's why we've got the carpool mm. section. But honestly, you know, don't be afraid and honestly like i said what i'll be doing that night and i know for a fact there'll be other people doing it you know just peek your head in take a few steps and someone will come up we'll to grab you, and you. And say yeah. hello we won't throw a sack over your head and gag you or anything <laughs> but we will come up to you and possibly you know shake your hand if that's permitted if not a wee elbow touch you know we dink
0: we, but, we can't guarantee that if your name is Matt, that you won't have a sack thrown over your head. And you're oh, going in the dungeon yeah, with then, the knife yeah, to fight out yeah, for the last. Mat. Then
1: you could be put into mortal combat, and if if that's you know if you are a Matt that's coming, look, just just change your name. You've got plenty of time to do it. It's fine.
0: Or or get down to the gym or down to the craft. <laughs> <and be ready. laughs> you know, just come over
1: here. We've got chickens here. I'll lend you a chicken to chase for a
0: bit and get yourself ready. It's fine. Brilliant, so we wee question then. So you guys, so you'll be based in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and it's a nice wee kitchen, nice and spacious. I think there's six or seven of you, so plenty of space and big table. Uh, We're allowed to use the kitchen facilities. If I was playing in your D&D, Ryan, am I allowed to eat and drink and snack during the game or would you have a break to have a snack or something to drink? Right, the way I do it is
1: so, this is going to sound super silly, but there is reasons for it. So, at the very start, if you need to open anything, especially like crisps or any of that crap, just get it over and done with. Just crinkle all those packaging and everything after you do. Just get it all open, all the rest like of in it. Like
0: cinema.
1: Yep, exactly. There's nothing worse than that person who's opening 10 packets of summer every 10 minutes. It's terrible. But just get it all done. Get If you need to get up for a cup of tea, perfectly fine, 100%. Yeah. Because it's going to be, you know, it, D&D, like your average session, honestly, is at least three hours. That is D&D, you know, and so 100%, you know, fine. The only thing is like any other miniature game. If you are going to pick up a mini and you've just had what sits, I'll try to restrain myself from slapping you. <laughs> but just please, you know, just, you know, like like the way I am, like I said, I'm going to, you know, i've got books for people i'll also make sure i've got kitchen towels and everything else and i'll probably bring some baby wipes you know if you want to eat and drink 100 percent fine it's not a school it's adults playing the glorious game of D. so it's totally fine but yeah um if people do want to break though at a certain point halfway through that's perfectly fine i'm I'm very adjustable. I don't mind that
0: sort of thing. I don't- so You don't have to, sit, have to sit cross-legged um going red. Yeah,
1: there's not many rules, to be fair, for D&D, to be fair, honestly. I think the major one, which is just the same as any other miniature game, is just don't have manky hands and just picking up other people's things, and the, <laughs> the other one, actually, to be fair, which is by far the worst one in D&D, especially this day and age, is phones. If you're sat right, yeah. there, the DM, you know, you're in the middle of this negotiation with this orc warlord and letting you pass and all this, and everyone's joining in, you know, getting the persuasion, rolling dice also, and then there's that one person on the phone, and mm-hmm. then you you end it, and then that one person looks up and says, oh, sorry, what happened? That is genuinely, possibly worse than kicking me in the nuts it's I, I, heartbreaking I feel, I feel
0: incredibly are... confident because because people are paying to, to participate exactly, stuff. No, exactly. If, if you're doing yeah. that you're an and um, you're wasting your time anyway. yeah exactly and this is
1: what i mean honestly there's there's no rules to do it's it's a very laid-back just fun game the, o- the the only thing you could do to possibly upset the dm is just not show any interest and not listen. These are people that are coming out to where we are, paying to do it. So honestly, it's just going to be a relaxed night. I just want everyone to enjoy themselves. And if I've got to do a thousand voices in one night and kill my voice box, then, you know, I'll do it.
0: Brilliant. So I I know that this will all go brilliantly and I know that everyone who (laughs) takes part, Ryan, will thoroughly enjoy your adventures and your voices. So knowing... Knowing that this will all go well, uh, could you give us a sneaky peek into the sort of future plans that you might have in mind? Cool. So,
1: I want to do various things. Um, I have just painstakingly bought um, something called Adventures to Middle-earth. When I say painstakingly, it's because I spent a few hundred quid on six bucks because- Bowser yeah but they're out of print and they're special and the beautiful and it's lord of the rings it's basically Dungeons and dragons in the lord of the rings rules in the lord of the rings world i mean with yeah. certain rules and you've got all the maps and the history and the law and it just looks so good and it's like, like i've wanted to be that dwarf that goes through moria back then and oh in the the original you know balin expedition and basically i'd like to do a campaign the books are specifically um, in between the hobbit and the lord of rings which is quite a quiet time in tolkien's notes and stuff so it gives the dm lots of things to do which is going to be great so i definitely want to you know do that you know i didn't just buy the books just to look pretty even though they are embarrassingly still in their plastic poly pockets each because I, I have to i don't want them getting damaged it's really sad to admit but they're so beautiful so i want to do that star wars is just Ooh. it's just good you know, everyone mm. wants to be a jedi or you want to be a sith everyone wants a force power come on if you would if you could honestly say yeah i'm happy with the way i am right now or <laughs> i'd like to be the way i'm right now but with force powers you're going to pick with force powers and so no, i'm
0: going to be a very maybe a very unoriginal and unimaginative person but having very much enjoyed The Mandalorian. Yep,
1: yep. That, that would be really a really cool thematic. Exactly. exactly. And that's the thing. There's so many books out there. I've got a load of that as well. So, But there's, there's everything. Like I'd like to tap into a few things. There's a lot of anime fans um, in the club. And I've done Rules. And I have ran it at one point. But um, a very famous anime called Naruto, which is... Uh, ninja based and i've been smul- get- naruto have you ever heard of it i've not heard of Naruto. it's ninja based and basically i've been oh. making homebrew rules for it with fifth edition and basically i'd like to run that again at some point because with naruto you don't need a huge group it's a group of three and that so it's just a wee little thing another thing but oh the other thing i'm talking too much i do apologize but i would like to do a sort of event when i say event like a competition almost but a friendly one not people to get Uh to but i had a plan i wanted to do it years ago and i never did because my memory is terrible what i'd like to do so i don't know the specifics yet but the basis is um multiple people in the club or whatnot over discord um, get themselves in teams of three and basically i create this dungeon and uh basically they enter themselves i tell them what level they can be and they make these teams of three characters and then one night they go through it and this and there's going to be a point system you know how many bad guys you kill how many puzzles you solve or what floor you get to and then I'd like a prize at the end sort of thing and basically it's going to be like a sort of dnd competition sort of thing you know what i mean uh-huh. so it's like who can be the best group that can work together solve the most puzzles kill the most things get to the highest level you know what i mean and i think that'd be a nice fun thing once you know more people have played and people are getting to know each other better it's definitely a thing in the future but i think that'd be a nice wee fun thing you know it's a bit of competition-esque sort of thing yeah yeah. i think that'd be really fun because i've actually got it typed up and i meant to do it god knows how long ago and it's there and it's like i think
0: that'd be a lot of fun you know right excellent so this comes to our last question and you don't know what this is going to be it is now going to be a quick fire round oh god help me so i'm going to throw questions that you have not prepared and if you could answer as quickly and as specifically as you can, we'll see how many of you as we can get through in the next couple of minutes. Are no ready? worries. Yep, hit me with it. Okay, question one. What type of dice do you require for D&D?
1: Uh, there's loads. So you've got D20, D12, D10, D8, D6, D4, and there are some extremely weird ones if you need to, but those are the ones that you really need. D20 is the most important one.
0: Uh, can people bring their own miniatures to use as their characters? thousand percent. What is your favourite race? Classical d d race?
1: Oh! Has <laughs> to be dwarfs. Everyone wants to be that proud, stubborn <laughs>
0: dwarf. 100%. Do your dwarf voice. That's the next question I'm adding in now. Oh,
1: you horrible man! <laughs> Down, you rascals! I'll... Uh, I don't know! <laughs> I don't know! Uh, I'm jumping in the nith after this. <laughs> uh, next nice, nice question. What is your favourite class? Um, Bard. Simply because they have this thing where they can learn spells from other classes. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a power thing, but it's more of a creative thing. You know, you can go into lots of other things. If it's from a lore standpoint, I know it's supposed to be quick fire. I am a massive fan of druids. I just think they're cool.
0: Next question. What is your favourite universe? Because you mentioned you could play in any universe. What would your favourite universe be for D&D Adventure?
1: I'm going to be that boring person and say Lord of Rings, Tolkien. It's just, there is not a more detailed
0: universe in existence. What was your best DD game ever? Oh, probably
1: my last one. The basis of the story is a very famous character, DD villain called Vecna, had basically claimed uh, the nine hells normally the nine hells is ruled by someone called um asmodius which is basically the devil he had taken over it and he was basically creating a spell that would open up the nine hells to all the other realms and basically just connect them so you could walk from one to another instead of having to use any special portals or anything like that they could just do that so the group were basically banding together other planes and all the factions on the world, getting them to join one another for this massive epic war between the nine hells and the rest. And it got to the point where they were very close to actually getting ready for the battle and then COVID. So, (laughs) but it was great. It was so much fun and they did such a good job. So it was was awesome.
0: Next question. Your worst D&D game?
1: How dare you? How dare you? Um, that you run. That you run. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was a person. Um. So basically, was, this was quite a new group and I didn't really know a few of them. But there was a boy that was literally He could, like, he'd roll his dice and he'd fudge it near enough Mm. every time. And it got to the point where it was so obvious. And he was then purposely doing that thing where he was trying to do things against the group. I don't know if he thought it was edgy or whatnot, but all he was doing was just angering people. And basically, it got to the point where he nearly got the entire party killed against uh that they were in this um abandoned dwarven city and the shadow dragon had basically taken over it and he was basically messing around and because he was a, a rogue he was trying to steal things from the treasure and like other people's equipment as well and he was just causing a ruckus and i play it quite realistic you know i was making checks for the dragon you know has he heard them and stuff and It turns out he had heard them, and the dragon got very upset, and he nearly wiped out the entire party. And it just, it was like, you know... Yeah, it's it's one of those things, sometimes you get those people that just like to...
0: Watch the world burn. Yeah,
1: exactly! (laughs) They're their stick of... You know, they've got all these sticks of dynamite, and they're just throwing them at everyone and just seeing what happens. And I okay. Just next felt question.
0: Sorry. Favorite fantasy swear words.
1: I can't say swear words on here, can I? I think I've been Fantas- quite Fantas- I've... fantasy swear words. If I swore actually. I think I've been really good. I'm quite impressed myself. Uh, I don't. Do you know what? I don't think there <laughs> is. They don't exist. I've said bomba nickel. I say nice. I say nipple often. You grumble cock you know i say oh, that one up. do you know what i'm writing that down that's a good one grumble cut <laughs> but honestly i've never really because a lot of people they use spells and stuff to you know work out other people's languages and if they can't actually tell what someone's saying i'll just try and make up a random sounding language and they can't understand it but honestly like no, this is you something are. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into this. This is something you just blown my mind. <laughs> last question sweat words.
0: last question. You have to kill one of these with your own two hands. Gandalf or Obi-Wan Kenobi?
1: Obi-Wan's effect. Oh. Dude, Gandalf is amazing. Obi-Wan's cool and everything, but from the cock-ups that man did, he deserves it. He deserves it. Gandalf was just a legend. Obi-Wan, you messed up, dude. You got too emotional and you let Darth Vader live.
0: It's your fault the galaxy burned. Well, you'll be pleased to hear that that is the end of your quickfire round. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I will score you a seven out of ten. I don't even know what the correct answer.
1: Yeah, I know, right? But I've got a feeling the Obi Wan's not going to be popular with people. But you know, a, a fool of a toque. It's
0: just, it's classic. <laughs> you gotta love it. Fantastic. Right. Well, thanks very much, Ryan, for coming on tonight and yeah, on the plans for D I I and I'm off. I'm not even playing, and I'm incredibly enthusiastic. And um, I will be sure to hover around to catch some of these accents I know
1: I know and this is the thing now you've you've broadcasted it so now I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have to get some everything
0: who is playing in his D&D adventures please feel free to request the goblin the dwarf (laughs) or the old (laughs) wizened lady (laughs) no
1: I I will legit write up these characters I I am a dedicated man if of anything so I'm more than happy to oh excellent
0: so that wraps us up um, next week um, Nelson will be back and we'll have a couple of things to talk about, we'll start talking about some merchandise that will be oh. coming your way, and Ryan's had a sneaky peek at that, but yeah. that'll be a bit more information for the rest of um, you guys listening, as well as plans that are now afoot for a Warhammer 40,000 doubles tournament in October oh, so that is all to come, absolutely so thank you again ryan do you have any parting messages for the lovely for audience
1: uh basically we are just a group that just want to play these awesome games just we are friendly to anyone that is new and to anyone that's listening from the group just be as welcoming and as open and is kind to anyone just help them out but also my biggest one actually since the COVID thing let's shop local we have some awesome shops like I've just said I just want to say it again we've got Geek Retreat we've got uh, what's it called the United Bricks is it? United cool. Bricks yeah, yeah um, let's just honestly they will order things in for us so instead of you having to do it just let them do it and let's just help out because After what we've experienced in, you know, this last year or so, let's just, you know, it—it's just that little bit of extra effort, and it's gonna go a huge long way, and it just makes the community better and more badass. So I
0: don't think I don't think that that parting comment would fit in a t-shirt, but it's very, very good sentiments regardless. Yeah, not much. I'd say would fit on a t-shirt. That's <laughs> <laughs> on way too much. I won't eat Right, so it is good night for me, and it's good night from, from him. him. Oh, too and, uh, and... oh, beautiful. <laughs> okay, and play more games, folks. Bye, bye. <laughs> Take care.